0: Hello, family. It's so good to be with you today. Thank you, Pastor Jack and Jenny for this opportunity to bring the word. And uh, I'm so excited. And I trust that um, what the Lord is doing in your midst, even taking you through this season, this transition season, I want to bring the word of God and I call this transitional faith. You know, uh, I believe that God wants to do great things, things he has spoken about in the past and things that he is also going to do. And I just want to speak and strengthen someone, strengthen your faith, encourage your faith, but also be aware that the fact that we're going, we, 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 have, we have faith in God does not mean that we're not going to face challenges. But it's important for us to understand that Your face, whatever it is you face, it is transitional. It's not permanent. It's not permanent. So God has a plan. God has a plan for his people, Peter Marisberg. And uh, I want you to just hold on and trust God. Keep standing on all the promises that God has made concerning you. Just hold on to those words, okay? Because though the vision tarries It will come to pass. It will not fail. Let's start by looking at the Bible in Hebrews chapter 11. In Hebrews chapter 11, one of my favorite chapters, okay, in verse 29, I want to read verse 29. It says, by faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. Whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. <laughs> by faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. So you see that this is a transitional faith they were operating in. The Israelites were operating in transitional faith, and this is the faith that enabled them, this is the faith that enabled them. To pass through the Red Sea as by dry land. But the Egyptians didn't have that kind of faith. And they thought they could follow. They thought they could follow the Israelites. And we know the story of how they got drowned. They were drowned in the sea. Pharaoh and all his, his, uh, his army, his horsemen, they all drowned in the Red Sea. This is interesting. So I want you to know that whatever it is you're going through right now, this is a transition, okay? Turn to someone and say, it is a transition. It is a transition. We're going through a transition. We're going to come out on the other side victorious with a great testimony, okay? Yes, because God's word never fails. God's promises will come to pass no matter what yes i know that because i'm sure you also have testimonies of how god has come through for you in many areas keep standing keep declaring the word of the lord keep holding on to what god has spoken the dreams that god has given to you 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 might pass through certain situations certain trials i know it has been rough especially with the pandemic going through Uh, all the challenges, I'm telling you, it is just a transition. It is a transition. I know with the riots and all the looting that took place there, it was a transition, all right? So whatever it is right now, stand strong, believe God, trust God because you are going through a transition. Transition from where you are to where God has ordained for you. From the level you are to the level that God has ordained for you. That is what you are going through. So I just want to encourage you and strengthen you. And I say in the name of Jesus that you would receive strength. Receive strength right now to transition. <laughs> receive strength to go through whatever you have to go through. It's fine. It's fine know uh, as a child of God, as, 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 as a daughter and a son of God, make sure that you hold on to the word of God, no matter what. Learn to look up to God in the midst of your situation. okay? yeah, learn to look up to God. let's look at something here in the book of Exodus. Let's look at the account uh, that uh, the Israelites in And Moses and the Egyptians, (laughs) that account is found in Exodus chapter 14. In Exodus chapter 14, and uh, I want to read, read the verse, let me just see. Yeah, in Exodus chapter 14, the Bible says in verse 10, and when Pharaoh drew near, or rather, let's 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 back up to verse nine. It says, "So the Egyptians pursued them, all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army, and overtook them, camping by the seaside, uh, by the sea beside Pi, Hahiroth, before baal Ziphon." So the Egyptians pursued the Israelites. Remember that the the Passover had taken place. The Passover had taken place. The Israelites had moved out of Egypt. They were were all out of Egypt. And Pharaoh wakes up and is like, what have we done? And God had said that he was going to harden the heart of Pharaoh. Harden the heart of Pharaoh so that he could get glory, get honor from Pharaoh. So Pharaoh comes with with his, his, his army, his chariots, his warriors, they come after the Israelites. They pursue them. And the Bible says that they pursue them to the point that they even overtook them. So sometimes it will seem as if the enemy is overtaking you. Sometimes it will seem as if the enemy is pursuing you. He's pursuing you as a church. Is pursuing you as a family. Is pursuing you as an individual. It seems as if he's pursuing you. I want you to be rest assured that God's word is still true. Irrespective of what the enemy is doing. Never make the mistake. Never make the mistake of focusing on the enemy. And um, using the size of the enemy to determine your ability to, uh, to 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 get through a situation, whether to get through or not to get through. No, don't do that. Instead, focus on the Lord. Don't focus on the enemy, focus on the Lord. Let the enemy do what he wants to do. Let the enemy be the enemy, and you become the victor, not the victim. Hallelujah. Yes. So this as, as And then verse verse 10 says, And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. For they were very afraid, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Pharaoh came as he drew near. I could imagine the terror in the hearts of the Israelites. I could imagine, you know, The men, I could imagine the women, I could imagine the children. Imagine they are so scared. What have we done? Why did we leave Egypt? Moses, you should have just left us alone. No? Yes. So they said said to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt saying let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. Can you see the mindset? Can you see the mindset? They didn't see this as a... That's, they, they saw this as a permanent experience that they were about to go through. An experience of death, an experience of destruction. Pharaoh is going to deal with them harshly. They saw, that was all they saw. Their imagination was going crazy the enemy has painted the worst case scenario picture in their minds and they believe their imaginations. The imaginations have been projected by the enemy. And so sometimes we are in the midst of a transition and we don't realize that we're just passing through. We're not staying there. We're not going to remain there. That situation is not permanent. It's not permanent. So uh, that's, that's, that's what was going on here. And Moses said to the people, verse 13, Do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. You will not see them. Look at them right now. (laughs) Moses is saying, Stand still, stand still, and you will see the salvation of the Lord. And I want to say to you right now, his people, Marisburg, stand still. You will see the salvation of the Lord. You're going to see the Lord come through for you in a powerful way. I want you to know that. I want you to know that He's coming through for you, even for your families, every single one. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Maybe Pharaoh has pursued you. Maybe Pharaoh has overtaken you. Maybe Pharaoh has come so close and he is threatening. He's threatening to, uh, to destroy. He's threatening to finish you, for attempting to run away from him, for attempting to go and worship God, to go and worship God. Remember, Moses said, "Let my people go that they may worship me." That's what God told him to tell Pharaoh. And Pharaoh's like, no, why should you go and worship God? Why should you give your life to Jesus? Why should you go? Why should you go serving God? No, you must come back and be a slave. Come back and be a slave to sin. Come back and be a slave to Satan. But I'm telling you, stand, stand, stand still, and you will see the salvation of the Lord. You're going to see the salvation of the Lord in your home, and in your career, in whatever whatever it is you're going through, just stand still. Okay? Stand and believe God. Believe God. Moses said, the Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. Glory. Glory. Yes, the Lord will fight for you, and you will hold your peace. So I'm saying to you as well that the Lord will fight for you. As long as you stand, as long as you don't give up, as long as you don't shrink back. You know, the Bible says that we are not of them that turn back. Jesus said anyone that puts his hand on the plow and looks back is not worthy of the kingdom. Uh, yeah, so God does not believe in, in reverse gears. <laughs> when it comes to his purposes, when it comes to his plan for your life, there is no going back. It's going only forward. Forward ever. Backward never. Yes. You remember that song we used to sing, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. These guys were regretting and they wanted to turn back to Egypt. Now, you can, I know that there sometimes you face certain situations. You face certain situations in life that make you want to turn back. Make you to begin to regret taking a step of faith. Make you regret um, stepping out in obedience to God. But I want you to know that there is nothing to regret when it comes to God. Because God is going to reward your faith. He that endures to the end shall be saved. That's what the Bible says. He that endures to the end. So it's okay to go through challenges. It's, it's okay to go through situations turbulent times so here this was a trying time for the for the israelites and and moses was encouraging them giving them a prophetic word that the lord is going to fight for you hold your peace all right then moses goes to the lord and the and he the uh, he says and the lord said to moses why do you cry to me tell the children of israel to go forward you see, God's word is go forward. And I'm saying to you, Myersburg, go forward. Hallelujah. His people, Myersburg, go forward. Go forward. Yes, you have been in a transition period. You have been in, there's a faith that has been developed in you. There's a faith that's building up in you. Use that faith to move forward. Use that faith to step forward. Forward in the plans of God. Forward in the vision that God has given to you. Forward in God's plan for the city. Forward in God's plans for the campuses. Uh, for the campus there. Forward. Just go forward. Okay? Don't go back. No. No. There's nothing good in Egypt. The, the, the Israelites were, were wishing they had gone back. They had not left. And they were thinking of going back. So let's look at, and God says, tell them to move forward. But lift up your rod and stretch it out over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I indeed would harden the hearts of the Egyptians and, they shall, and, and shall follow them. So I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over his army and his chariot and his horsemen. Then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gained honor for myself over Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen. Incredible. God says, "Go forward, Moses, stretch your rod and divide the sea." Okay? Stretch your rod and divide the sea. If you divide the sea, as you divide the sea, God is saying, I'm I'm going to to get honor from Pharaoh, from the Egyptians, from his chariots, from his horsemen. I'm gonna get honor. Yeah. So sometimes God sets the enemy up. He allows him to have some temporary advantage over you. You have he, has, he seems to have temporary advantage and he's intoxic- intoxicated by that uh, temporary advantage that he has gotten over you. And he goes all out trying to finish you. And he doesn't realize that that pursuit, that final pursuit to finish you is what is going to finish him. And that's exactly what God did to Pharaoh and the Egyptians. The horsemen and the chariots of, of, of Egypt were destroyed that day by God. And God got honor from, from, <laughs> from the Egyptians, from, from Pharaoh and, and, and his horsemen. Yes, and the whole of Egypt, not only the whole of Egypt, the whole world got to know about what God did for Israel. And I want you to know that it doesn't matter what you're going through okay doesn 't matter what you're going through, I want you to know that the Lord is going is, is going to get honor He's going to get honor even what the enemy has planned for evil, God will turn it around for good. okay God will turn it around for good as long as you remain steadfast in faith as long as you you have the understanding that what you're going through is just a transition there is a kind of faith that is required. When you are in a transition phase, you allow that faith to carry you. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. Don't stop. Don't get stuck. No. Don't get stuck in the past. No. Don't get stuck. in the, Even in the present, don't get stuck. Take the next step. Take the next step. Take the next step. And God will meet you. You will find that God has uh, a master plan. He has a master plan. If there is any Master planner, it is God. I'm telling you, it is God. Yes. So uh, let's look at another scripture, another scripture in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 43. Okay. In Isaiah 43, look at what it says in verse 16. It says, thus is the Lord who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters. Who brings forth the chariot and the horse. The army and the power. They shall lie down together and shall not rise. They are extinguished. They are quenched like a wick. Hallelujah. Do not remember the former things. Nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is going to do a new thing. He's going to do a new thing in Marisburg. He's going to do a new thing. He says, now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Amazing. That's God speaking. God speaking to you. Let me read verse, let me read verse 2. Verse 2. Look at what the Lord says in verse 2. He says, When you pass through the waters. In fact, let me read from verse 1, okay? He says, But now, thus says the Lord who created you. This is your creator. This is Elohim. Jesus Jehovah Elohim. Yahweh Elohim speaking. Okay? Yes. Who formed, who formed you, O Israel? Fear not. He says, I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. God is declaring this over you. You are his. Okay. All right. And he says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned nor shall the flame scorch you. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? So this, you see, this, this transitional faith enables you to go through the waters and not drown. It enables you to go through the fire and not be scourged. Isn't that wonderful? So let's not be afraid to go through things Uh, Let's not be afraid. Let's know. Let's be confident that the Lord is there. He is your maker and he is with you. There is nothing that can take him unawares. So I know God has great plans for you. There are things that God has declared, declared over you. And I want you to be excited about what God is saying. Look at the better days that are ahead. He says, I will do a new thing and it shall spring forth. Are you looking forward to the new things God has for you? Are you looking forward to getting into the new things that God has ordained for you? Yes, God has great plans for you. So I just want to encourage you. I want to encourage you with these few words Be strong, be strong, be of good courage. The Lord is with you. And there's nothing. There's nothing the enemy can do about it. There's nothing the enemy can do about it. No circumstance can drown the promises of God. There's no situation. There's no situation that can stop God's work. Hallelujah. There's nothing that can stop God's purpose. Nothing. No matter what the enemy tries to do. I want you to know. Yes, that the Lord, the Lord your God in the midst of you is mighty. My Lord. Are you excited? Yes, I am excited for you. I want to read a scripture in the book of Habakkuk. Okay. In Habakkuk chapter 2, the prophet is speaking here. Habakkuk, just a moment. Let me open it. Yes. In Habakkuk chapter two now the prophet Habakkuk had been going through he'd been going through so many things, you know. Um uh, the, the 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 nation has been going through a lot and there's a call he's calling for repentance and uh in fact, let's look at verse 1. It says the burden which the prophet Habakkuk saw. He says, O Lord, how long shall I cry and you will not hear? Even cry out to you, violence, and you will not save. So the prophet is he's, he's complaining to God. He's complaining because he's seeing violence. violence, And you've seen violence in, this, in, the, in your street. You've seen violence in your streets in the recent past, the looting, the burning down of malls and 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 businesses and so on. You've seen all of that. And and the prophet saw the same thing, and he was crying. You know, he says, Why do you show me iniquity and cause me to see trouble? For plundering and violence are before me. So you've seen plundering, you've seen violence before you. Okay, even in your city. You've seen that. It says, there is strife and contention arises. And then verse 4, he says, therefore the law is powerless. The law is powerless. Can you imagine that? It's a massive, the legal system is not working anymore. And this is not new. It has happened in the time past. The prophet was complaining about this to God. He says, for the wicked surround the righteous. Therefore, perverse judgment proceeds. So justice is no more being meted out. Criminals seem to go free. Corrupt people seem to go free. And he is complaining is crying. But let me tell you, it is a transition. It is a transition. So there is a kind of faith you need, transitional faith to handle, to handle whatever situation it is you are facing right now because there are better days ahead there are better days, there are glorious days ahead for you as a church and as individuals and as family, there are better days glorious days ahead of of you alright, so I want you to know that you're not alone, God uh, God is with you and it doesn't matter. It might seem so overwhelming. And I don't want to go so much into the story of Habakkuk. But God replied him. And God told him. Gave him hope. God gave him hope. And this is the same prophet who was complaining. And God began to tell him how he's going to, how he's going to use the Babylonians, the Chaldeans to, to, to judge his nation and all of that. In, but then in chapter 2, chapter 2, he says in verse 1, his attitude has changed. Okay? He's building, he, at first he was devastated by what happened. He was devastated by what happened. And now he has developed faith because God is speaking to him. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. God speaks to him. I'm going to use the the, the, the Uh, Babylonians, although he was complaining because the Babylonians are more wicked than his countrymen. Alright? So, here we see in in, in verse 1 of chapter 2 he says, I will stand my watch I will set myself on the rapid and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. I'm going to stand. Yes. Okay. I'm going to look out. What the Lord is going to say. I'm looking forward to the word of the Lord. Being revealed. I'm looking forward to a better tomorrow. Hallelujah. And that's the attitude. And then the Lord answered me and said. Verse 2. Write the vision and make it plain on tablets. That he may run who reads it. So God is saying to you. His people Marisburg. Write the vision and make it plain. It's time again to cast the vision. To cast the vision for the city. Cast the vision for the campus. Cast, cast the vision uh, for, 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 the, for the community. It's time. Write the vision. You know, write it, make it plain. It says, That he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. There is an appointed time. God has his own appointment, appointed time. Okay? God has his appointed time to humiliate the enemy. God has his appointed time to exalt his work. God has his appointed time to glorify and to magnify his name even in your midst. It, there is an appointed time. He says He says uh The vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Sometimes when we go through certain situations, we think that God has changed his mind. We have the perception that, oh my, I'm looking at the way things are. Things are not looking so good. Things are not looking so good. And we think that God has changed his mind. No, he has not. Yes, it will not lie, he says wait for it it will not lie It says though it tarries wait for it because it will surely come it will not tarry though the vision seems delayed okay wait for it be patient wait patiently for the vision wait patiently for the fulfillment of god's word wait patiently for the dream that god has put in your heart do all that god is asking you to do And trust him for the right time to manifest what he has spoken. It will not lie. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. Okay, has he said it? Shall he not make it good? Hallelujah. So God is going to come through for you. God is going to make good his promise in your life. The Bible says, that in his time, he makes all things beautiful. He makes all things beautiful. You remember that song we used to sing in Sunday school? In his time, in his time, he makes all things beautiful. In his time, hallelujah. Yes, yeah, so he makes all things beautiful in his time. I know, I know beyond the shadow of a doubt, that God is going to make all things beautiful. But also you need to have the understanding that it is a transition. It's a transition. You are going through a transition. Okay. Transitional faith. It helps you. Sustains you through the seasons of transition. Even if there have been pain. Do you know that? Sometimes our, the, our journey requires us to suffer some pain. Or experience some pain. sometimes it, it, it require, it's required of us to experience certain things that we don't enjoy, but they are part of the ingredients that God uses to make great men and women out of us. So we need to learn to embrace those things. okay so challenges are okay. challenges are good, they're good especially when they are ordained by God, when they are ordained by God. Let me read a scripture in in Psalm 84, okay? Psalm 84, verse 5. Listen to what the Bible says here. It says, blessed is the man whose strength is in you. Okay, is your strength in the Lord? If your strength is in the Lord, then you are blessed, okay? It says, whose heart is set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a spring. The va- Baca means weeping. Okay. It, it means weeping. So you might go through experiences that will cause you to weep. And I know we've all gone through things, especially in the recent past. Right. And you, even as a church, have gone through things that have made you to weep. But I want you to know. That it is a transition. It is a transition. It's not your permanent address. That situation, that place where you're going through, you're weeping, you're going through pain, it's not permanent. It's not permanent. Hallelujah. So you're passing through the valley of Baca, the valley of weeping, the place of mourning, crying, tears. You know, the psalmist says, um, they that sow in tears will reap in joy yes that's true that's going to be your testimony yes he says in verse in 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 verse 7 he says um they go from strength to strength each one appears before god in zion so i want to encourage you right now this transition let this transition of faith work in you And bring you from one level of strength to another level of strength. To another level of strength. You go from strength to strength. From strength to strength. You might start off weak. But gain a little strength. And then let the strength increase. And increase and increase. And at the end of the day, you're going to come out so strong. So strong. So strong. Look at a man like David. My goodness. This guy, he went through hell and back but you know he turned out to be the best king israel ever had why because of the process he went through because of the process he went through the multiple transitions he went through in his life huh so many of them so many uncertainties that he went through Okay, he went through all of those things. And, but each one of them made him better for the, and prepared him for the next one and for the next one and for the next one. But then by the time God was finished, God gave David an eternal kingdom, an eternal throne. Why? Because he was able to go through the process. And so I want to encourage you Don't run away from God. Don't run away from God's process. It's it's, it's a transition. Even if if it's hot, you're you're in the fire, it's hot. Just know that that fire is temporary. You are in transition. You are going somewhere. Okay, you're not stuck there. You're not stuck. I know it appears as, as though you're stuck, but just have that understanding that it's a transition. Hallelujah. So transitional faith is what you require. That is what will see you, see you through. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want to pray with you right now. Father, I thank you. Thank you for my brothers and my sisters. Thank you for uh, Jack and Jenny. Thank you for their lives. Thank you for their congregation. I speak your blessing. I speak, oh Father, and I ask, oh God, that this faith will be, uh, will be ignited Hallelujah. In their hearts to go through and come out on top. Lord God, for the new things, for the better things that you have. Lord, I speak, oh Father. Strength, more strength, fresh vision, greater faith. Speak that over them. Lord God, let your name be glorified. Get honor from the enemy, Lord. Hallelujah. Just like you humiliated Pharaoh and the entire Egypt. Lord, let the enemy, let the hordes of hell be humiliated. Hallelujah. And get honor from them, oh God, even on their behalf. In the name of Jesus, on behalf of my friends, my brothers and sisters there. Let your name be glorified. Thank you, Father. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Once again, thank you so much. It's such an honor and a privilege to bring the word of the Lord to you. Love you so much. Hope to see you soon. God bless. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information, please visit our website at www.hispeoplepmb.co.ca And for more of our messages, visit our YouTube and SoundCloud channels, as well as other podcast platforms. If you would like to contact us, please email us at hispeoplepmb at gmail.com or send a message to 061-452-0877. To join us for in-person services, visit us at 154 Birkett Road, Scottsville, Peter Maritzburg. We hope to see you soon. God bless you.